0: Hi, I'm Dr. Nate Shanock, and I'm part of the research team at the Ells for Autism Foundation.
1: I'm Eric Egbert, the Communications Specialist at Ells for Autism. I'm also autistic, and this is the official podcast of the Ells for Autism Foundation for Autism.
0: We call our podcast For Autism because it's a play on our foundation's name, and we love how golf has become such a transformative tool for helping people with autism.
1: This is our 39th episode of the podcast, and today we are talking with special guest Kate Roberts, who is a wonderful client of ours. She's been a regular with the Spoken Wheel Society, a social group for adults with autism, and has taken part, even volunteered with our recreation programs. But probably the highlight of her involvement was when she gave a speech at one of our all annual All in Autism events. Action. Okay. So, and now today in the world of autism, Nate, as part of the Els for Autism re- research team wrote an article along with our executive director, Marlene Sotelo and Jen Hong on the Ernie Els Game on Autism golf program which was published on the Journal of Autism and Developmental Disorders. So first question, why is it so important for preteens to have physical activity?
0: Well, Merrick, I'm thrilled to be on the hot seat with you today for this segment. And to answer this question, I wanna start off by saying that physical activity has benefits for Individuals of all ages, all genders, and all types of uh, neurological um, factors, okay? And, and exercise, we know, has an abundance of benefits on physical well-being, specifically for our cardiovascular system and also our brains. Talking about the brain specifically, we know that ex- Exercise can lead to an increase in production of some key neurotransmitters that help us to feel good and find reward in our lives. And exercise also triggers the release of a protein in the brain called brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And this is actually vital for the production of new neurons and new connections within the brain. So there are a lot of physical benefits to exercise to start out. There are also many psychological benefits. Exercise can allow people to feel that they have more autonomy. It can empower them to feel that they're accomplishing a goal that they've set out to achieve, whether it's starting to walk three or four times a week, or go to the gym and lift weights, or maybe begin to play tennis or golf. Whatever the exercise may be, it's important for somebody to find that regimen that they can stick with and that they find to be rewarding. For preteens specifically, I would say that exercise is especially critical. We know that during these years, the body and the brain are undergoing all sorts of changes, and the environment that someone surrounds themselves with, as well as their lifestyle habits, during these years play a pivotal role for development into adulthood. For preteens also, exercise is a great way to connect with others, whether you're in a, a class or you're a part of a team. Okay, It's a great way to foster some meaningful social relationships, and that's something we see all the time in our Game on Autism Golf and Game on Autism Tennis programs. And last but not least, this type of exercise and this type of hobby can help teach teenagers valuable lessons in terms of setting goals, sticking to a schedule, and trying to achieve things.
1: So um, what were the problems of prior research studies on the effects of a physical activity regimen on individuals with the ASD?
0: Well, when we began our research on the Game on Autism golf program, which is the, the main topic Of our publication, we saw that there were a lot of positive effects in prior studies looking at the role of physical activity on a variety of factors in autism spectrum disorder. So the positive effects were there um, and specifically on motor skills, communication abilities, Even stereotyped and repetitive behaviors seem to go down from these programs. However, most of these studies were done either with very small samples of participants or they were done using case study approaches. So they were only looking at one participant or three, four, maybe five participants in these studies. The problem with that type of research is it's difficult to determine how well the results will generalize to the overarching population of individuals with autism. So when we evaluated the game on autism golf program, we did this with 46 participants that completed the program and So from those results, they allowed us to make a better conclusion regarding uh, the utility of the program for many individuals with autism and not just a
1: select few. Okay, Um, next question. What are the unique learning objectives of each clinic of the Ernie L's Game on Autism golf program?
0: Okay, so within this program, a variety of golf skills, such as grip positioning, putting, driving, and stance and balance, those golf abilities that are taught, they're infused with targeted autism lessons. So some of the focal points of the lessons include trying new things, communicating with others, listening to coaches, taking rests uh, and, and water breaks during the proper times. And so while the game of golf is being taught in this very enjoyable setting, individuals with autism are also working on some of their social skills and communication skills that are going to really help them in other facets of life as well.
1: So as far as I'm concerned, it seems like the study was a very big success. Uh, can you tell us some of the positive results from the study?
0: Yeah, definitely. For this particular study, all of the participants completed the program on the ELLs for Excellence Jupiter campus. and. There were 46 participants that completed the eight week program, which had 16 lessons in total. And we saw that there were significant improvements in receptive communication, expressive communication, social skills, motor skills, and repetitive and stereotype behaviors. So there were improvements across the board. Now, I will say that these improvements were captured by rating scales that were completed by volunteers and coaches involved with the study. So it will be important for future studies to also include some some more um, systematic measurements of change, um, such as looking at changes in an EEG, following the treatment, uh, we're looking at changes in something like grip strength or, or, uh, speed. Okay. Distance running. All right. So the results were very encouraging, but we hope to conduct future studies that include more outcome measures to, uh, To fully evaluate the program?
1: So, the fifth question is what I would regard as the impact question of the study. Because it was uh, published in a prestigious uh, journal. Have there been a change regarding a fi- regimen of physical activities that are impacting the lives of those with ASD since the study that you worked on?
0: Well, I appreciate this question because we did publish this study in 2019. And it's been very encouraging and amazing to see all the research that's come out on this topic in the last couple of years. First of all, When we did the the study on golf, there were almost no studies looking at fine motor functioning sports like golf or tennis and the utility that these trainings could have for individuals with autism. Most of the studies were looking at interventions involving jogging, swimming, horseback riding, some more physical activity centered regiments but uh, it, it's been great to see that something like, like golf can also facilitate a lot of benefits for these individuals. And I'll say that the development that's happened, there are more and more sport-based interventions that we're seeing uh, used in the therapeutic setting for autism. We actually published a study just last year on the effects of our game on autism tennis program. And that yielded similar positive effects to what we saw with golf. And we also found that there were improvements in time that participants could spend in a plank. There were improvements in the 40 yard dash, also uh, improvements with the ability to, to track uh, the ball and run to it quickly. Uh, so a lot of positive effects relating to tennis have come out. I've also seen studies on soccer, basketball, and also ping pong and even karate. So we're seeing a more wide array of different physical activity approaches, which is amazing because physical activity the approach that should be taken is not one size fits all, but instead that there may be a physical activity that everyone can enjoy. It's just about finding the right one. And so it's terrific to see, you know, a wider array of different programs coming out. And also the studies are getting better from a statistical standpoint. We're now seeing larger sample sizes in these studies. We're even seeing the attempts to replicate the studies across multiple therapeutic sites. And that's that brings me to another study on our Game on Autism golf program that is currently being considered for publication. And in this study, we had four different therapeutic sites. We had our home site in Jupiter, and we also had our Else for Autism site in South Africa and the UK. And so we looked at, we looked to determine the efficacy of the program across these different sites. And the big idea is to see if the program can be effectively replicated in different places. And then this is something that could effectively be taught uh, to many centers around the world. So, yeah, all in all, I would say the, the research that's coming out on physical activity programs for ASD is very encouraging. And we hope to continue to see more and more studies and more implementations of these programs in the coming years.
1: So what are you currently researching at the Els for Autism Foundation? I know that we have a new um, uh, uh, curriculum for the Ernie L's Game on Autism program, which uh, has to do with fitness. Are you uh, going to be doing the study on that uh, soon? Yeah, we have a couple fascinating
0: projects going on at at the moment. One of them, as I mentioned, is that multi-site golf program uh, investigation. We, are also going to be evaluating uh, the programs that that are new and that we're offering, you know, uh, like you mentioned, the physical activity curriculum. Uh, Aside from that, I'm continuing to research our, our game on golf and tennis programs. I'm also Investigating other interventions that we do at the foundation, like the Ruby Parent Training, we published a paper in 2021 on the efficacy of that program at our center. And uh, you know, I'll just quickly say that Ruby Parent Training is a uh, a program that's taught to parents and families to help them. Uh, assist their child in managing problematic or maladaptive behaviors in the home setting. And we observed a significant reduction in those problem behaviors from this training. And so we're doing some work as far as uh, doing multi-site investigations of that training as well, and so far finding very encouraging results. Um, It looks like that program and its effectiveness generalize quite well to other sites so those those are really the two main areas of research that that i have going on and last but not least we just published a paper on the design of our center uh, at the else for excellence center and how this has had a positive outcome or a positive influence on learning outcomes within the center, as well as the ability uh, of children with autism to feel comfortable and positive. Uh, And lastly, the ability to deescalate problem situations. Okay, and it it all has to do with the design uh, of the center, how the rooms are laid out, how the colors are coordinated, So we'll also uh, provide a link to that in our show notes and you guys can all check it out.
1: Yeah. And uh, speaking of which, um, we have on our website a specific section where one can read uh, many of the research details uh, that uh, have been uh, authored or have been co-authored by uh, members of our staff. And it's a a really good insight into what we do. It's not something that comes out of thin air, but we do it through methodology, practice, and the inclusion of scientific research and best practices. So, I'll be able to uh, share a link with uh, you all to uh, our part of the website that contains that.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. And on that note, I'd like to thank the Ells for Autism Foundation for giving me the opportunity as a researcher to be able to investigate all of the fascinating and beneficial programs that are being conducted at the center and like Merrick was saying, the Else for Autism Foundation does go the extra mile to make sure that their practices are evidence-based and that there is tight methodology supporting the the ongoing programs at the center. So on, on that note, we'd like to thank you for listening to the June episode of our program and a special thanks to Kate Roberts for taking the time to speak with us. Now, before we sign off here, I want to also wish a very happy birthday to a person that's very special to the Else for Autism Foundation. They wear many hats at the foundation they're involved with communications and marketing they're also involved with all sorts of administrative role roles and they really do fill in the gaps of the foundation like glue. Uh, so happy birthday to my co-host merrick egbert and once again thanks for all you do for us
1: And I could say uh, the same thing about you, except it's not your birthday right now. (laughs) But uh, I'll have to say, though, thank you for uh, uh, basically giving out the fact that it was my birthday on the 19th. And uh, it was just a few days ago when it was... Uh, time to record this. So I uh, give you my many thanks to you, uh, Dr. Shanok. And uh, uh, I just, um, as I would like to thank you uh, for basically, uh, we're coming on to the 40th episode of the podcast. Can you believe it? But uh, it's all really, really thanks to Dr. Shinnock and also uh, thanks to our listenership and the foundation, which helps support our efforts on the For Autism podcast. Yep. Next month, July, will be the 40th episode. And... It's almost like num- the number 40, but <laughs> instead, four. I wish
0: that I could
2: fly so high. Like a butterfly, I fly into the air so high. Oh, like a butterfly. A moth is a butterfly without any colors. But what's beautiful is what's inside. Maybe a moth is just a butterfly trying to hide. Well I'm just a caterpillar crawling around Knowledge in my head but my feet on the ground Soon I'll be like an angel in the sky Like a butterfly I wish that I could fly so high Oh like a butterfly i fly into the air so high Oh like a butterfly Like a bird I was meant to soar I will fly through the sunlight, and even when it pours You can't stop me when I get a hold of the wind In the future, your eyes will light up To think that I was once a poor we Will grow up and take to the sky Like a flock of butterflies I wish I could fly so high So uh...